Hayyem Yem Yiral of Sivin, the eleventh day of the month of Sivin. Mesiches Amur, from the talks of my father, the Rebbe, in other words, the Rebbe Rashab. In the Ravoyda from Avoyda Sashem, Alderech Achsidis, and Afran Alamadregis, in the Avoyda of serving God, according to Achsidis, it's uh, there's many levels. It's comprised of many levels. There's many paths, not just paths, levels. One deeper than the next. One leads to the next. One is higher than than the previous one. And maybe it also means the different madregas. So some people just aren't on that madrega. Different paths, actually. The Dargif and Meis, Badarf Ken Sach has been the Tavim. He went on to say that the level of corpse, who knew that corpse is a level on Avedis Hashem? Obviously, it's uh, probably a pretty disastrous Adrege level. But there's something there, at least there's a body. Some people don't even have a body. You know what I'm saying? Nowadays, every murderer, now they find on the internet, they were Googling, you know, how to. Make the body disintegrate. How to put chemicals and make it disappear. The guy doesn't realize they could check his Google hard drive. Anyways, so, but I, so I guess uh, having a dead body is also a madrege. You have what to work with. We're going to see in a moment. There's something called chesamesim. You could maybe resurrect the dead. You could, you could revive the dead body. What's the level of a dead body? She says, has been it doesn't require a lot of explanation. Use your imagination what it means to be doing Avedis Hashem and it's dead. It's soulless. It's a, it's a burden. It's Bitsus Hanashim Alumada. How do I get it over with? There's no, there's no thought. There's no, there's no emotion. It's very sad. A lot of davenings. You go to the subshuls, even in this neighborhood. And uh, you'll notice how quickly davening's over before it started, and how nobody has any interest in being there except for the, like the rabbi says, like paying income taxes, you do the bare minimum. So that's it. Doesn't require a lot of explanation. There is, however, thank God, something called resurrection of the dead. It's, a, it's part of Judaism, the, the strong belief in the resurrection of the dead in its spiritual form, in its spiritual avayda. So now he gives an interesting example of dead and ches He says uh, the following. A mess is kalt. A dead body is cold. It's cold. There's no vitality. And he says within the human body, within the human experience... There is nothing as cold and frigid as natural intellect, human intellect. Um, the uh, probably the reason why it's dead. Why intellect is is associated with death is because it's 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 very rigid in its reality. If you think about it, objective. Think about like objective facts. 
there's a reason why people don't like reality. They don't like intellect, which is trying to deal with pure objectivity. Because it takes, it takes, like, it takes the soul out of it, if you think about it. These are, it's unchanging, it's unmoving. It's, it's very, very rigid. It's not like, oh, there's many opinions, you know, there's many ways to look at it. In pure fact, there isn't many ways to look at it. It, it just is what it is, bottom line. In a certain sense, intellect, which is dealing with objective truth, objective reality, without the subjectivity, is very, very rigid. It can be very exciting. Truth is very rare. But it, so maybe that's why the world of intellect is is nothing more dead than the world of intellect. You have to think about it exactly. And you see it clearly that intellectuals, generally speaking, are, are cold people. Shmuel, you agree? Right? They're, they're somewhat aloof. They're somewhat, uh, they're somewhat disconnected the, to the, uh, the, you know, the experience. Because they're living in a world of, uh, of intellect. And in the world of intellect, there are no emotions. Emotions are a contradiction to intellect. Because it's how you feel. Which contradicts true intellectual pursuit. If I ask someone, is it cold in this room? What's the answer? So if you say, I'm cold... Or I'm hot. That's not a relevant answer, right? Because nobody, no one asked if you're cold or hot. That's not relevant. Maybe you're a sick person, right? The question is, is it cold? Not are you cold, right? Hashi, understand? So in other words, there's subjective reality, which has nothing to do with 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 intellectual thing, right? Fine, you're cold. Nobody. That that wasn't that. That's not relevant. Nobody cares. So in a certain sense, she says that there's nothing as cold. The ta'azakaltezach. Like Seichel. Like Seichel. As a, a person made it famous nowadays, facts don't care about your feelings. Fine. So what's the resurrection of the dead? The resurrection of the dead is that when the human, when the natural intellect understands a godly understanding it comprehends a godly concept and then I think it's, it's, a, it's a continuation, that, that's not enough and this causes in a, a reaction in the in the emotions within the intellect in other words there's, there's somehow a form of emotions within the intellectual a realm before you have actual emotions, which are distinct from the seichel, from the intellect. Within intellect, there's already a certain leaning in a certain direction. There's a certain it's there's a there's a certain emotion where it's enthused and it's moved, right? So a person becomes the spol and gerirat. They become enthused. They become excited. From the Gishmak Sikhli, that I was emphasizing that it's from the pleasure, the intellectual pleasure. Gishmak Sikhli. Um, and this is the true resurrection of the dead. What's Middash I'm saying it's, it's how, how does Sikhl now become, and why does it have to be 
a godly understanding, right? In other words, every time I understand something and I get excited from it, is that now Tchis HaMesim? I'm saying... But the Chayda, the, 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 he seems to be speaking about something a little more miraculous. No, there are two worlds apart. There's intellect and there's emotions. They don't really mix. But godliness is beyond, right? It brings together spirituality and physicality. It brings together contradictory things, that two things can live and be true at the same time. Somehow, when a Jew comprehends godliness... A godly concept in Chassidus, Kabbalah, what happens is that the, uh, he, there's a, he's drawn to it. You could say that Midrash Abbasechel is that my mind is drawn in a certain direction. That's why Beisham and Beisilel, they're not allowed to paskin based on emotions, God forbid. Oh, I'm a liberal, therefore I'm gonna, I think that, oh, I'm a conservative. I'm gonna, that's not how Judaism works, it has to be intellectual. But yet, we find Beis Hillel paskening being uh, on the side of Chesed and, and Beis Shammai on the side of Gvura. Because within Seichel itself, the Seichel leans in a certain direction. So a person intellectually is drawn in, into the, 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 the concept. The godliness overtakes the person, the mind loses itself. In other words that the intellectual pursuit should not be egotistical. You see, another characteristic of intellectuals is that they're so arrogant that it's disgusting, right? They're so full of themselves, which already shows you that they're not dealing with godliness. What happens, perhaps, when someone studies a godly wisdom is that the seichel is able to lose itself. It's able to lose its frigidness, its own identity, because it's standing in the presence of of the MS Lamito, of the absolute truth of God Almighty, and this allows the person to lose themselves, the Midrash Abbasechel, you're drawn into the, the, to the thing, and a person now is moved and, and so on by the intellectual Gishmak, the Gishmak Sikhli, and this is called the resurrection of the dead. Anyways, all theories are welcome.